Welcome to your Relationship Lovecast by True Potential, the weekly web show and podcast that explores relationships and wellness, featuring in-depth interviews with acclaimed authors, wellness experts, health influencers, and spiritual leaders so that you can create a relationship and life you love. And now your host, Andrea Carella. Hello, Relationship Lovecasters. This is Andrea Carella on Relationship Lovecast, and this is Episode 9, How to Get Through to Your Partner. This is a common topic that comes up with many of the couples that I work with, where they are desperately trying to connect or communicate or get through to their partner, and really the way that they go about it is not effective and is not giving them the results that they are desiring. And so this can be pretty frustrating, whether you are the partner that is pursuing and wanting to engage with your partner, or whether you are the partner that typically moves away from your partner, gets overwhelmed, or wants to protect the relationship, or seems to withdraw, that that disconnect and challenge in communication of really being able to understand one another and where each other are coming from gets lost. Today, I'm going to be covering different strategies that you can use in your relationship that can give you both an opportunity to really get through to one another and really understand and acknowledge each other's feelings and needs in a deeper way. The first step is really being mindful. Being mindful to center yourself, to be balanced, to really be able to manage your own internal experience, your own ups and downs, to manage your own stress, being able to be really present in the moment non-judgmentally. A lot of times in relationships, we tend to interpret things that are going on. We tend to read into what our partner is saying And that's all based on past experiences, whether in that relationship or past experiences prior to that relationship, that really at times can skew our perception of what really factually is happening in the moment. Practicing mindfulness, being aware, focusing on your breath, and really recognizing when that internal interpretation machine in your mind is getting activated. You can really set that aside and just bring yourself back to what is factually happening in the present moment. Another thing that we often do when we are feeling distressed or really dealing with our partner either coming at us with energy and their distress or in those moments when we are desperately trying to connect and engage with our partner and feel close and connected and our partner seems to be moving away, we can tend to see the situations through eyes of fear as opposed to eyes of love. And so I often encourage the couples that I work with and all of you that are on the call to really start looking at your partner through eyes of love as opposed to eyes through eyes of fear. Because typically when we see things through eyes of fear, we can get lost, we can misperceive things, we can enter into conflict, we can feel depressed or alone, 
And so by staying focused and present of seeing this in seeing the situation through eyes of love, it allows for something to open up for us. Another key component is to also seek to understand. A lot of times in in moments where and I can attest to this too, is that oftentimes we perceive that we got it all figured out. We really know what the other person's agenda is or what our own agenda is or what the circumstance in front of us looks like. And I really encourage, and whether it be myself or even the couples I work with, is to really take a step back and start getting curious Start seeing the situation maybe from good intentions, maybe seek to understand what the pain points and where those pain points are for your partner, for yourself, and really using those moments where you feel a disconnect to really explore and try to really seek to understand your partner in a whole new way. Because oftentimes they may shed light on something, or may open up your eyes to seeing things from a wider scope. And that can really be so beneficial for us, whether it be in our romantic relationships, whether it be in those relationships with our family members that sometimes challenge us, whether it is interacting with our own children and dealing with the challenges of parenthood. So really being able to seek to understand allows us to start exploring the situations and the problems as well as the solutions from a different vantage point. Another thing that oftentimes, if used well, uh, incorporating a sense of humor can be really vital to the health of a relationship. A lot of times we take ourselves way too seriously And we can get caught up in that blame game, which really doesn't lead us anywhere. Being able to incorporate humor can often help us have a lighthearted mindset and an opportunity really to have play, fun, and laughter be integrated in our day-to-day interactions with our partner. A point of advice when using humor, and this is key, is that always be very conscious and intentional with how you use humor, and also to be really sensitive in those moments when you incorporate humor. They're really setting aside any sarcasm, setting aside any indirect, passive, aggressive jabs at the other person. This is not productive at all, and actually can hurt the relationship more than help it. However, if you are able to incorporate an element of lightheartedness, whether it is laughing at yourself, being able to be playful in your interaction with your partner, while also validating that what you guys are talking about is important, you can be really successful at lightening the mood and decreasing the level of tension and aggression in those tough moments. I always see, too, in in working through those moments when you're trying to get through to your partner, 
is oftentimes whatever your approach is, if it's not working, to find a new alternative. A lot of times we repeat the same patterns over and over and over again. We demand, our partner uh, gets quiet, we get irritated, then our partner moves away or changes the subject or whatever the case is, whatever those patterns are, and you out there know whatever your pattern is in your relationship. But really being able to break that pattern and recognize that pattern and know that you actually can incorporate a new dance in your communication style that actually could potentially, and I've seen it, really does uh, with working with couples to really have an authentic conversation and get out of the blame game or the stonewalling disconnect and really move towards each other in a whole new way, in a very intimate way that can be very powerful. I think another piece is really knowing what skills you need to develop within yourself for the health and the betterment of the relationship. For example, if you have a real problem with anger or you're very reactive or you are dealing with a lot of old baggage, then really being responsible with your emotions, really learning the skills to manage your emotions effectively, being able to resolve any past traumas or pains of the past is really the best avenue, not only for the well-being and health of yourself, so that you can become the best version of yourself in your relationship, but also for the sacredness of the relationship, for the well-being and health of the relationship. Oftentimes, we sometimes are really unconscious of some of those patterns. So being very reflective can also help you in understanding yourself better and really exploring what is going to be the best approach to get through to your partner, to be heard, to be seen, to be understood. Another thing that can very easily happen is a tendency to sweep things under the carpet. Sometimes years go by or months go by and issues aren't resolved. Sometimes issues aren't even addressed. You create a status quo of really a standstill, even though you want change to happen in various areas of the relationship, whether it be communication, whether it be increasing your emotional intimacy, emotional availability, increasing your affection, physical touch, uh, sex, quality of your interactions, addressing parenting issues dealing with household chores, or even dealing with the in-laws. These are some common issues that come up, even issues of money and finances. And oftentimes, couples get stuck in these same negative patterns, and it can be difficult to change things if nothing changes. Avoiding things or sweeping things under the carpet is actually very detrimental to the relationship, and it can create negative and poor patterns in the relationship of addressing issues ineffectively. 
And so one thing that I do is I use a metaphor of cleaning a house or even taking your car in for a tune-up or an oil change. Looking at our relationships from that perspective can help us really realize that not addressing something really just hurts us, our partner, and the relationship. Just like having a messy house affects our home environment and our mood, or our car not getting maintained affects our ability to get to and from where we want to go. Something very important is to be proactive about addressing problems before they become habits and traits and states and really just the the regular expectation of the relationship, even though it's not really ideal. Now, one thing that can help support this shift and really being proactive is something that my husband and I do. What we do is we periodically have a tea time check-in or a go for a walk around the neighborhood check-in or just even having dinner with each other and asking each other about our day. This allows us to have an opportunity to see where each of us are at, how we're doing, demonstrate love and care, be emotionally connected, as well as potentially evaluating and addressing certain issues that are coming up in our relationship so that we can be on the same page with one another. And this allows us to get through to each other in a way that helps us really understand and be understood. Something that really interferes in the process of closeness and intimacy, or even when you're trying to engage or collaborate with your partner, This is a big red flag when we are stubborn. Whenever we are stubborn, we're stuck in our way. That's the only way that we see it. It's the only truth. We really prevent ourselves from seeing the big picture. And so that can be a real pitfall that many of us could fall into which ends up making things much more complicated. Because one, it doesn't allow you to be open and receptive to your partner to gain insight and perspective. But it also demonstrates rigidness, demonstrates a lack of receptivity, inflexibility. And so that stubbornness is like holding on to pride and only wanting them to see it from your point of view. And it can really prevent you from seeing the forest through the trees. Something that I suggest in in these moments is to really identify what is triggering you. What are those areas in your relationship that trigger you the most? Whether it be finances, whether it be sex, whether it be communication or lack of emotional availability or trying to understand each other. Whatever those triggers are, And then being able to identify how you're showing up in your relationship in those areas. What is your partner seeing showing up? What are your behaviors? What's your attitude in that arena? 
And then checking in with how do you want to show up in your relationship when it comes to those issues? And then even asking yourself, what are you willing to do about it? Because a lot of times we can just stay stuck in they're wrong, I'm right. And we don't realize that we're part of the change that we want to see in our relationship. And that's the biggest paradigm shift that can open up and break open your entire world because you become empowered and you realize you're not just a victim and that there are certain things that you can do. Now, obviously, there are those abusive relationships out there that obviously if you're in that situation, those sorts of relationships, those patterns can be very destructive to one's self-esteem and and so on. So I'm not focusing in on, on that. But as far as what you can do to help yourself, how you can change as a person, what what is working and what's not working, and what do you want to do about it? So if it, what's working and what's not working, and this could go for any sort of relationship, re, really evaluating and realizing, okay, what's in my control, what's not in my control? How do I keep my side of the street clean? And then really identifying how do you want your partner to show up in the relationship? And so by really asking yourself all those questions, you start creating a, a framework and a way of looking at the situation with much more awareness. And, and lastly, uh, in, in closing, we also need to be able to give ourselves time to cool down. Sometimes we're in the heat of the moment. It's intense. Uh, we can be frustrated. And really giving yourself a time out to cool down so you can really be reasonable and responsible with your words, with your actions, and really decompressing so that you can actually be really emotionally grounded and intentional with what you say and with what you do. That's important. And and ultimately looking at the situation from a win-win. I think sometimes our minds trick us into believing that there's a winner and there's a loser. And the reality is when it comes to your relationship, if one of you is feeling like you're losing, the relationship is losing. And by looking at that from that point of view, you can start to realize that win-win is really the only option. Finding a, a healthy relationship, maintaining that healthy relationship, being able to see how you can break out of those absolute individualistic mindset patterns and see how it could be a collective win-win for all involved so that you can get on the same page, so you can create harmony in your relationship instead of feeling as though you are two donkeys or m- mules kind of digging your heels or banging your head against a wall, trying to convince the other person, wasting a lot of energy, resisting and fighting. I'd like you to shift your perspective into being two visionaries. Two visionaries that are focused on what is going to be beneficial for the long-term health of this relationship. What is going to be the most beneficial piece for the overall health of the relationship and all parties involved? And this can help pay you back tenfold in the relationship. Because when you start looking at the situation from a win-win perspective, 
everything changes because it's not just about you. It allows you to be able to really focus in on the we as opposed to the I. And that is, I think, one of the biggest keys is always looking at relationships as a we, that it's a collaborative partnership. And being able to incorporate some of these suggestions that I mentioned today will help you get through to one another in a whole new way to really ultimately bring you more closeness, more connection, more intimacy and love, and creates a space of safety for both people. And obviously, if there are those issues that are really big or really overwhelming, or even you just need some support around it, don't be afraid to take those action steps necessary. Uh, I just recently signed up for uh, personal training. I, I'm working with a personal trainer. Now, obviously, I can work out on my own. I know how to do that. But I liked the accountability partnership with a personal trainer that I'm accountable to two days a week. And I know that I'm actually working towards those goals each time I meet with them. And it also it bookends my week in a way that in the middle, the onus is on me to, to keep the momentum going. And so it's really a balance of how do I improve my physical well-being on my own? And then how do I get the support that I need to really take me to the next level? Just like we tune up our cars, we also can tune up our relationships. Definitely um, don't be afraid to get that support And you don't need to sweep it under the carpet anymore. You can definitely say yes to a relationship that you love. For those of you on the call, if you are interested in accessing my free three-part video series, you can definitely head over to createarelationshipyoulove.com. That's createarelationshipyoulove.com. So you can access the main mistakes that many couples make and what you should do instead, how to increase intimacy, physical and emotional intimacy with your partner, and how to get unstuck and improve communication in 10 minutes or less. Definitely check that out if you're interested. We have some great episodes uh, coming up, so definitely stay tuned to Relationship Lovecast. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to Lovecast by True Potential at www.truepotentialcounseling.com. 